being nervous about your interview makes you nervous about your interview, which makes you nervous during your interview, which makes you nervous after your interview. Shoot. This is a nerve-wracking experience. One of my biggest goals is helping to relieve 90% of those nerves for you. The remaining 10% of the nerves are good nerves. You want to be a little excited and energetic. Part of that is your subconscious caring about the outcome. That increased heart rate is there to help you perform. It just sucks a little bit. My goal is to give you the tools that you need to feel prepared and also to have the knowledge so that you're not as nervous. I'll give you the information. You have to put this into action. This episode exists to help you overcome as much of these nerves and bad energy as possible. When I say bad energy, I don't mean it in the yoga kind of bad energy. That's not my thing. No meditations in this episode, no weird poses. I'm not flexible. I, when I say bad energy, no, not vibes. I mean too much energy that makes you squirmy or too talkative during your interview. I don't even own a yoga mat. So this episode is, I'm going to read a conversation with a listener, and I think a lot of you are going to be able to relate to this. We're going to dig into some challenges that came up here and then ways that you can manage the nerves and habits that pop up during your interview. You're going to be nervous about these before your interview. You're also going to realize that it's happening during your interview, and it typically makes things worse, but I'm here to help. Things that you, little things that you don't want to have happen, but come up easily in the moment. That's what nerves are. Let's dig into this email. Hi, Matthew. I just found your podcast today. They are a very timely find at that. We're doing, you're doing a great job with the content. I've only listened to the first three so far and I've learned so much. I have my first in-person interview since 2010. I'm 50 years old and was separated from my company at the end of October as a result of an organizational restructuring. My job search skills are a bit rusty. My interpersonal skills are the bomb, though. If I can get into the interview, I know I'll make a good impression. I just need to get notice on paper. I also need to make sure I'm succinct in interviews. I have so much experience over 20 years. It's difficult to put into short, brief answers at times. I've had a couple of phone interviews already, which have been very conversational in nature. However, your podcast has given me new ideas to invigorate my efforts. I plan to send follow-up emails. On a couple of my recent applications, I'm also going to be sending a couple of handwritten notes to the ones I had phone interviews with over the last couple of months. The hiring process seems to stall in the last month or so. Back to my in-person interview. What do you think is the fastest way for me to prepare? If you receive this and have advice for me, please point me in that direction. I send this listener a response. This is via email. Thanks for reaching out. Sorry to hear about the job change. I think you're on the right track. When is your next in-person interview, and what are your biggest concerns about it? Have you identified any stumbling points from the past interviews? And then the listener responds back to me. Now about me. I talk too much. I mean, I am my favorite topic. I'm also ADHD. I was diagnosed this past May and have obviously had ADHD my whole life. 
However, I've always managed it with stress. My coping me mechanisms finally failed in May. I'm now learning a new management skills. I am now learning new management skills for myself. As a personality, I've always been gracious and outgoing, so talking has never been an issue. I'm that person who makes friends in the airport and on elevators. When the spotlight is on me, I really come out of my shell with the ADHD. I find it difficult to stay focused on the point of my stories and interview answers. When I'm trying to go back through my old prep material and bring examples to the front of my brain, I find myself drifting down memory lane. I've tried taking notes. I've tried going back through performance reviews. That's when I started looking for podcasts. I decided to take my mind off myself a little bit and start thinking about generalities for a few. I know my expertise and how to place this role. I know I have lots to offer this company. I just want to be able to focus my answers and not go down the path that gets me tangled and tripped up. Nerves and energy are the biggest factor there. Any advice you have will be much appreciated. Here's my response and where we start digging into managing nerves and energy and long answers during interviews. Here's my response. I think you might have missed your calling in sales, and I can relate to making friends at the airport. There are two interview types from my observation, those who say too much and those who say too little. In my experience, how much a candidate says and how much is appropriate depends on the position. From my experience, an accountant isn't going to give long-winded answers as much as other positions. On the other hand, I've interviewed sales candidates where I could have left the room, gone out to lunch, and returned to the interview, and they would still be talking about themselves and their achievements. Back to the interview, it's natural to ramble, especially when we're nervous. There's some survival instinct. I don't, I don't know the official meaning behind this or the science behind this, but when we're nervous, it seems like we want to fill the empty space with words, whether you're pulled over in your car, you're on a first date, wherever. It's, more, it's almost more of a personality trait than an interview skill. It's one of mine as well. So with that being a personality trait, talking, rambling, it's hard to tell you not to, just not to do it, right? It's like saying don't smile or laugh. However, here are some ideas for you listeners and for this listener that emailed me. To help manage all of this, number one, create a pattern for your answers, a pattern of length. So here's an example, short story length, medium story length, short story length, medium story length. This will help add variance to your overall interview to make sure what I just said makes sense. When you're asked to respond to a question by giving an example or sharing a story about something you've done before. You're obviously going to prepare some of these responses and look back through some major events in your career. So you'll have those available as responses during your interview. Plan out how you will answer these questions and come up with short answers and then medium length answers for the next story or response. And then also again, a short length answer. So you have variance. So it's not long answer, long answer, long answer. You create a little bit of a rhythm and a pattern here that will help you with the flow of the interview and pre-preparing those responses will keep you on track. So during your interview, a lot of people have 
two-minute answers for everything, five-minute answers, whatever. The talkers will. And the interviewee, the recruiter, is going to, in their mind, be thinking, okay, here we go again. Like, it's going to be five minutes of this person rambling on and going on and on and on. When you add that variance, not only does it help you, it helps the recruiter because they're interested. Is this going to be a short story? Like, I better listen because the story might be 20 seconds long. And then it helps you not only look better as an interviewer because you have this rhythm and cadence, it also helps you remember, okay, I can't ramble on. This is, this is the turn for the short story, so I'm going to intentionally keep this short. Point number two, if you feel that your story is getting long, it's gone too long, you can first make sure to make your big point and get that point across and then smile and say, and I'll save the rest of that story for next time. It's kind of a sales technique. You can leave them hanging. It adds a little bit of charm and humor to your interview. It's a little bit of a wink and a nod. And I know I've gone long here, so I'm going to wrap this up real quick. And if your story's pretty good, they might want to hear the rest of it. And it, it won't be a deciding factor on whether or not you're hired. But you are also, at the same time, planting the idea of bringing you back for another follow-up interview. You're planting that idea in their mind. It will keep that next interview on their minds. Point number three, repeat the question a couple times while responding to the question. It will sound slightly repetitive, but it'll help keep you on track. It'll also help keep the recruiter on track that you are answering their specific question. It's important to note here. I'm not saying repeat the question a couple times before responding. I'm saying repeat the question a couple times while responding. Here's an example. Let's say you're asked to give uh, an example of a time that you helped a coworker with their tasks. It might sound something like this. I had a coworker who was overloaded with work, and I was asked to help take on some of their workload. So as we're working together, and accomplishing these goals and doing these things, I was helping them with their workload. Something like that. That's, that's a bit too compressed in a two or three sentences. I, I don't have an, you'll have to use a, a specific example here. I don't want to give you a two-minute answer on the podcast, but you know how, you know how to implement this. Whether, depending, you know, whether it be physical work you're helping them with, filing things, meeting a deadline, inject your own industry and work and position type in there. But that should give you a basic idea of how to mix that question and then your answer back together. What it helps to do is solidify that you are answering their question, and it will make you feel like you've gotten your point across earlier than later. So you don't have to end, you don't have to get to the end of this long story to feel like you've addressed your question. Point number four, and this is a little bit of a weird strategy, but if you really have nerves or bad habits, this is something that you can try. When you begin to answer, put one foot. So it's only your, place it on the, on the floor. So it's only your heel with the ball of your foot off the ground. So then you would pull your, basically you're going to pull your toes towards your leg about as hard as you can. It shouldn't feel great. And around the time your interview answer should be over, It'll be too strenuous to hold. It's like a built-in timer for your body. Practice this a couple times, and you'll feel your muscles in the front of your legs start to burn a little bit. You don't want, you, you want to be careful with this. You don't want to start sweating or breathing heavily or shaking. 
But this is a way to stay aware of the situation you're in and, again, use it as a timer so that you realize when this sucker starts to hurt really bad, it's time to start wrapping up your answer. To end my answer to this listener, I say, I think the right company, the type of company you will want to work at will appreciate your energy. However, interviews do have a rhythm and a pace. Long answers make everybody disconnect. So it's good to be mindful of the length of your answers and also that nervous energy that, help, that makes them long and rambling. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the job interview experience. Nerves and energy are probably one of the bigger factors, the biggest fear, biggest stressor of interviews. And I, I really hope that these four steps can help relieve that for you. It's impossible to remove all the nerves from about any situation where you're put on the spot, especially job interviews when there's so much on the line. But you can take control. You already have by finding a podcast, this podcast, hopefully others, to help guide you and improve you, give you these new ideas. Your job on your, in your entire career isn't being good at interviews. It's being good at, at you, what your skills are. Whether you're developing those skills or like this listener, you've been in the job market for 10 years or in the same, I'm in the same job for 10 years. My job is job interviews. It used to be actually conducting them, now sharing everything I know about them with you. Thank you for listening. Be the best version of yourself in your interview. Prepare. Take these four points to heart to try and eliminate some of those nerves. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for the people interviewing you, and it will help you in your career. Have a great week, everybody.